so it's been a little bit of time since I published the last episode. And as I explained, there's been a lot of things and chaos going on in my life that have led me to not be able to produce the way I want to produce. But I'm making the commitment now. We're going to get back on this train. And I just... This podcast is an explanation of the changes that you're going to see with this podcast and as I niche down into more very specific target of postpartum and new moms. I uh, This is just something that's so near and dear to my heart. I really love people making that transition into being a woman, uh, going from just being a woman to being a mother and embracing the power that comes with that honor and that privilege. So you'll learn more about it as I go into this podcast and learn more about the, the whole the whole ideas I have moving forward. And I just really hope you enjoy this podcast. Um, and I get really personal and share a lot of stories. And I just really hope they resonate and give you a good outlook of what I am going to be doing. And I hope it resonates with you. As a naturopathic physician, I aim to embrace the principle of docere, which is Latin for to teach, which is my exact desire for this podcast is to teach you more about your body and about health. But none of this should be considered advice, specifically medical advice. Any and all health decisions should be done with your personal physician. Welcome to the New Mom Doc Podcast, where we dive headfirst into the beautiful chaos of motherhood. I'm Dr. Kaylin Galloway, your host and fellow new mom. Join me as we navigate the sleepless nights, endless diapers, and the roller coasters of emotions that come with this crazy journey. In each episode, we'll tackle the real struggles of pregnancy, postpartum, and everything in between. I'll share practical tips, heartfelt stories, and expert insights to help you thrive in this new chapter of life. With a mix of humor, empathy, and evidence-based advice, we'll explore ways to prioritize your mental health and find joy amidst the chaos. So grab your cup of coffee, put on your headphones, and get ready to embrace the adventures of motherhood. So hi everyone, um, it's been a little bit of a transition here. I've had a few personal things that have caused a little bit of a disruption in my life. I didn't have episodes backlogged. Um, but it ended up being a really good thing. I had a few times where I could just sit and think and contemplate about how I want this podcast to go and what direction I want to take it. And, um, it made me really think, like, you know, the stories that I want to share with you, a lot of the transitions in my life happen to be very cycled around pregnancy, around postpartum, and around that transition of just growing into becoming a mom. And so, why you're noticing new podcast art. It's why you're noticing a new intro. I want to be there for moms in that mental transition between this morphing of your body that is just so wild and so crazy. And then suddenly you are responsible for keeping this human alive that you don't really know and then on top of that there's just so much of this the decisions that become part of your life as a mom you know when you decide that you like what what choices you're going to make for your child where they're going to go to school whether or not you're going to do you know disposable diapers or um reusable diapers, whether you're going to make your own baby food, whether you're going to have them be <laughs> introduced foods at four months, or whether you're going to have them wear a seatbelt or a car seat, um, rear-facing car seat until they're four, or what decisions you make. It's like there are so many factors that go into them, and I don't want to ever make a statement for moms, but I do want to create an area where people have the right to make a decision and how they come about your own autonomy. In our day and age right now, it is so hard as a new mom. Like, it is so hard. I I have training in how to assess, you know, the, the health of a child. I, I have training. It's not what I specialize in terms of where I practice, but, like, I have medical training. I know the developmental milestones. I know, um, you know, the vaccine schedule. I know when I'm supposed to go to the pediatrician and what milestones are supposed to appear at each stage. And still, I found myself calling the pediatrician every other day. 
Like, it felt like I was always constantly coming up with another thing that I didn't know what was going on. And so I feel like I could have totally used a mentor in that moment and in that time frame to just be like, it's okay for you to be to be afraid. It's okay for you to not know the answer. Even though it feels like you've done all the research, you've done all the decision making, and yet also it is still okay for you to disagree with the moms on Facebook. It is okay to have this desire to follow your own path and it go against the grain of what is okay. Um, Whether that be whatever decision that is, you know, like whatever that decision is in terms of your childhood. And so I just want to give um, advice on how to make that tradition to step into your power, not just how to parent. I don't really want to focus on how to parent or, you know, the physical things. We'll talk about some of the physical things that occur in your body as you go through pregnancy and as you go through postpartum and you're going through those transitions of, of becoming a new mom. But I really want to focus on the mental health transition, the transition from going from being responsible for you and your decisions only affecting you to having to make decisions for another child, another person that affect them. Um, for example, one of the hardest things for me to do was the club foot treatment of my child. I was required to, because of my child's feet, put him into casts from his toes to his thighs every week. We had to do a different cast. And then on top of that, we had to do an operation where they cut his Achilles tendon. And I had to be in the room for that operation. Um, traumatizing for me, for sure. Traumatizing for my child, but traumatizing, he doesn't really remember it. I do. Um, and uh, I remember thinking that whole time, there's no way this is the right decision. There's no way this is okay. There's no way there's, like, there's just no way. And But at the same time, I, I had to give myself the mental ability to say, like, it's okay to be uncomfortable with this right now. It's okay to have the per- perspective that this sucks. But also, you're doing it for the chance that your child can walk. And I didn't realize how pervasive that idea would go throughout my child's life. My child will be two at the end of May. And I didn't realize how, I don't want to say deep because it's not really that deep. Um, You will have to make decisions as a parent, whether that be while they're still in your uterus um, or as they're starting their first few months of their life, or I assume as they're teenagers and even grown adults, that you'll have times where you have to make decisions that are difficult for you, that are hard for you, that are um, that go against what you really feel is right, uh, because they, they lead to discomfort for your child. And in my case, you know, like literally blood, like, I mean, <laughs> pain. Um, and... I can't, um, I can't tell you how hard it is in the moment as a mom to do something that puts your child as a, in a discomforting state, knowing that their future would be benefited appropriately. And I feel like that is a daily thing as a mom now, like a daily thing, especially as a toddler mom. Like, my son is constantly angry and upset as he should be. He's learning how to regulate his emotions that he doesn't quite know. And he's learning how to manage the thoughts in his head that don't quite make sense yet. And then trying to communicate with me. And there's just so much that doesn't always align. And then also he really would just like to play with water all day and pour water all over my kitchen floor and swim around in it pretty much. Um, but won't get in the bathtub. I, you know, children are funny. (laughs) I, I find that my, my life as a mom is the transition from a mom came from a lot of discomfort of, um, feeling alone. And I, and I just kind of want this podcast to be a place for mothers to understand that you're not alone. Whether that means that you are experiencing postpartum or peripartum depression and you don't know what resources you have. Whether that means you're just having a difficulty coming into your power as a mom and being able to say no and not being afraid of saying no now so that you protect your child in the future. Whether that be just kind of trying to embrace this idea 
that your body has changed, that you are no longer in control of the body, whether you're pregnant and you can't control how it's morphing literally by the second. Like, I felt like I could feel my hips separating every day. It was, like, the grossest feeling ever, but also, like, the coolest thing ever. I don't know. It was, uh, yeah. You could feel every part of your body shifting and morphing and creating room for this tiny little human. And then after you're pregnant, you're controlled by these crazy, like, crazy hormones. Like, I'd be, like, sobbing. And I and my husband would be so concerned. And I'd be like, I can't stop. I just, I literally can't stop. Like, this is not a sitcom. Like, this is like, I literally just can't stop. <laughs> and I had support and I had people to reach out to. And I wasn't really emotionally unstable. I just was crying because it was just like, I couldn't contain everything. I couldn't hold it all in. It was just, I had to come out all these emotions. And then you go through this postpartum transition where you're still kind of providing sustenance to a child if you're breastfeeding, but most importantly, you're also still under their, like, wing of need all the time, all the time, 24-7. And I can say that I spent a majority of my pregnancy freaking out about that time because everyone told me it was horrible. Everyone told me that I was never going to get any sleep, that I was going to feel horrible, that I was going to always be tired, that my child was never going to sleep, and that, like, things were going to just be, like, so incredibly stressful. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt that that was true. Like, that that was, I didn't sleep. My child didn't want to sleep. He only would sleep in my arms. I... If he did not like to be baby worn. Um, he liked to snuggle a lot, and a lot of that had to do with the castings, I think. Um, he's a very big cuddler, but, like, the casting just put a separation between us that was very hard to overcome for me emotionally. I don't know about him because, like, you know, couldn't say a whole lot. Um, but <laughs> I found that that time was super hard. But looking back at it now, that was the most fun part of my life. It was the biggest gift. It was the biggest grace I'd ever had in my life. I look back and I, I, I could legitimately start crying right now with how much joy I was given in those first three months of his life. Um, it felt like, you know, after three months, it was literally like a veil lifted and I could think about something other than him and me. But I could literally just serve him. I, I became a mother. Like, it was just, it clicked. It turned on. I wasn't good at everything. I still had, you know, to control my emotions. I still had to learn how to put myself first and make sure to shower. <laughs> you know, make sure to find a way to be at peace with myself. And yes, sometimes I just spent the day watching TV while holding him and letting him sleep. And some days I just looked at my phone for hours and did audiobooks and it was boring in the best kind of way but I look back at that time and I think oh my god I got to just hold him all day he would just like he would feed he would nurse and he would stare at my soul my husband would say it too like he'd come back and say he's literally like staring up at your soul and I'd be like yeah he like he literally is like he's trying to like memorize the little atoms of my face <laughs> and that feeling of something being so enamored by you so caressed in his love and I remember his energy just feeling like butter my son always has that energy I I have a, a very like synesthetic like um where I can feel people's energy like when someone walks in a room they just kind of like to me they have like a feeling and that might sound really esoteric, and but, like, my, my son feels like butter. Like, his energy just has that, like, oof. Like, it's just so soft and creamy, and, like, he just has this, like, ability to caress you with his energy. Like, he gives you a cuddle without even, by just walking in the room. And some of that is my hormones, and I am fully aware oxytocin is just, I didn't realize how addicting it is. Um, but it's an amazing drug. Like, I just, I, my brain chemistry is completely screwed over now. Thank you, hormones. Um, but 
I also know that everyone I've ever talked to that has seen my son help my son has felt that same response of just like his energy is butter and I got to just sit in that and we got to just mold our energies together and meet and know each other and we both were tired we both were scared we both were angry as all get out I was when he was angry about his cast I was so angry when he was angry about having to wear his stupid braces I was angry And it felt so good to just be together in this, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to do this. Um, I don't know how to grow in this moment. I don't know how to be a mom, Orion. I don't know how to be there for you right now. But I'm trying and I'm showing up every day. And so I kind of want to bring that environment to here. Show a little bit of naturopathic medicine. Give more critiques and, and a feeling of how I've morphed into this idea of being a mom. Now, no way, shape, or form am I making a statement that I am an amazing mother. I I can never, I cannot make that statement. But what I do say is that the motherly nature of sacrifice and the motherly nature of grace have been gifted to me so beautifully. Like my ability to to hold space for my son, I feel like is very powerful and very strong for myself, and I love being there for him. Now, I also will say this, I really love the idea of daycare. I need space and separation. I do have a job. I um, I am not a stay-at-home mom. Do I want to be a stay-at-home mom? I, I would love to. I would love to have that privilege. I don't, um, and I, maybe I will at some point, but um, he is, I have to have that separation for myself, um, and my own mental health. But those first three months when everyone told me, oh my God, it's just horrible. It's just awful. It's just awful. I look back and I think that was some, the most pure and beautiful three months of my life. I, I will never get those three months back. Um, I'll get similar ones. Hopefully I get blessed with another child. I, I really do want another child, but it is not the time. Um, I, I do want to say that becoming a mother is a huge transition. And I think that that has been my journey for a really long time. So I kind of just wanted to transition this podcast into that idea. Um, let me know if you have any, any opinions. Um, you can find me at the naturopathic mom doc on Facebook. Um, scratch that. I changed it. It's the mom doc on Facebook. Um, the new mom doc. That's what I was like, wait, it's not that. (laughs) I can get this right. The new mom doc, um, on Facebook. And, um, I hope that you leave a comment and like, and, um, I hope you really enjoy what, what is to come with this show. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this incredible journey through the new mom doc podcast. Remember, you're not alone on this wild adventure called motherhood. I hope that you enjoy this episode that brought practical, valuable insights and a sense of community. As we wrap up, remember to prioritize your self-care, lean on your support system, and embrace the beautiful messiness of being a mom. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps other new moms discover this podcast. And as always, remember, you're an incredible, loving, and capable mom. Together, we're rewriting the book on motherhood and empowering each other to thrive.